0: Hello and welcome to the Yoga and Yum podcast. My name is Sybil Shelton Ford, holistic health and wellness coach and registered yoga teacher specializing in the therapeutic benefits of yoga for children, adults, and families. I am so happy that you're here. This is the place where we practice deep mindfulness, radical self-care, and living life on purpose so that we can experience more yum in our lives. Okay. Are you ready to jump in? Cause I am. Let's get into this episode. Hello. Hello. How is everyone? I hope that you're doing so well. I am doing great and I'm so happy to be back here on the mic. And speaking of mic, I just got my new mic in the mail just came today. I haven't opened the box yet, but it's here. And I'm excited. I feel so professional now. Hopefully these episodes will sound even better, more bomb. starting next week. I thought about opening it today and starting the recording. And then I thought, you know, I'm going to wait. I'm not like tech illiterate, but, um, I'm going to say I'm tech nervous. I don't even know if nervous is the right word. I think it's tech tentative. That's probably a better description. I really want to get my mind around, like, you know, the settings of the microphone and the best settings on the computer, things like that. So I'm going to take my time with it and do that later. (laughs) So next week, you will hopefully hear a difference and hopefully it'll be more crisp and more professional and all those awesome things so this week is going to be a sort of a hodgepodge episode i'm just going to be talking about stuff on my mind and some recent experiences that i've had and how my yoga practice really comes into play with everything so first off at the time of this recording last week i had something so amazing so juicy So uh, it was just incredible, and I plan on doing it again, maybe seasonally. Um, I had an emotion code session, um, and if you don't know what emotion code is, check out episode 12 of season one and learn all about it. I did an interview with Erica Kitely, who is my emotion code practitioner, and she does a really excellent job explaining exactly what it is. So check that out. Anywho, I had this really deep, amazing, juicy one-hour in-person session with Erica. And it has shifted stuff in me. I had a pretty deep experience. Now, I'm the kind of person that really feels energy work. Like, I feel it systemically almost Um, so work like acupuncture and yin yoga they really profoundly affect me and my emotion code session was right up there usually in the past it's been acupuncture that's the one that gets me and it was right up there with acupuncture so after acupuncture i usually feel the need to rest and take it easy sometimes i feel a little nauseous Um, sometimes my emotions are right on the surface. I felt a lot of that. I didn't feel nauseous necessarily, but I did feel like something going on in my third chakra, um, and definitely emotions kind of there on the surface. And I needed to rest more after my emotion code, um, session. I'm not afraid or bothered by those after effects or symptoms, I guess, um, I've come to expect them, and it kind of lets me know that something shifted, something's something worked, which I'm like yes. <laughs> so, giving you a brief overcode, overcode, huh? overview of emotion code. Emotion code releases trapped emotions that we hold in our bodies. Now, some of these emotions are. Ours that kind of come from us, they generate from us, while others can be absorbed by other people and we kind of carry them as our own. That happens to me a lot. I am an empath and I tend to be really sensitive around other people's feelings and other people's energy. One of the reasons that I can't watch the news is because I can't shake the suffering of others easily. I feel it viscerally, like it's in my body. I just have the tendency to take on stuff that isn't mine. And it's more than just the emotions. It's like that deep energy. I wish I could put it into words better than that. You know, anybody out there, you know, also a little empathic that can understand what I mean, When I pick up on other people's stuff, it takes a lot of effort to release it, whether it's good energy or bad energy. And in yoga, at least the philosophies that I have studied, we want to release the stuff that isn't ours, even if it's good, because it's not ours. And it can muddy the waters by distracting us from what we're meant to be and do in the world. I can do an entire episode about this, and I'm gonna talk a little bit later about karma and how karma and emotions, I kinda see them as similar, and I'll talk about that later, but I'm starting to digress. So let me get back to my emotion code experience, and I'll start with what brought me to wanting to have an experience, or this session. I kind of felt like I needed to do something, maybe some energy work, because I had been feeling really stuck mentally, physically, emotionally. I felt like my creativity had been depleted and I didn't have direction. And it was it was kind of I was struggling with it. Like I couldn't figure out what direction to go in next. And if you listen to episode one of this season... I kind of talk about where I've been and saying goodbye and saying hello. And when I kind of left that classroom situation, although I was really relieved to know that that's not the work I want to do anymore, I felt really like confused, like, okay, what do I do now? And I have all these plans in the docket, but I didn't know, they all felt like not good enough or just wrong. And I just felt like stuck and I felt like I needed to do something. So I did a lot of meditation and prayer and things like that. And, you know, I just am a person that waits for the answer. So one day I was getting lost in Instagram posts and I saw that Erica, my EC practitioner, was offering a summer solstice special, doing some distance emotion code. And then a light bulb went off and I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I want to have a longer session. So I contacted her right away. I let her know that I really didn't want the short session that she was offering the special and I wanted something longer. So I booked an in-person session with her. I had not a session with her before, but it was a distance session, really similar to maybe having a Reiki session. If you ever had distance Reiki before, it was similar. I felt something from it but it was not as profound as being in person i really felt like i turned a big corner which has been like the momentum behind it has been like yes that's exactly what i needed now i know some people aren't completely into energy work maybe if you're more of a scientific mind you question the science behind it, or if there's science behind it, like what are the clinical trials and what's the data say and that kind of thing. So I get it. Some of you may not be into this, um, releasing trapped emotions, (laughs) Uh, just, you know, by using energy and presence and connecting to energy. Um, But I'm a person that believes it's all energy. I'm also a person that has worked with Erica before, both with emotion code, but also I've taken yoga classes with her and fitness classes with her. And I really trust the sincerity of her practice. And I think that's super important, whether you're taking a fitness class or yoga class or acupuncture, Reiki, emotion code, whatever, that you need to kind of have that trust in the practitioner. So like I said, I um, had this session and Emotion Code again releases trapped emotions. And when I met with her, she asked me, okay, what is your intention? Which I think is awesome. Like anytime you go into something that's more energetic It helps to have an intention. So my intention was I wanted to release emotions or trapped emotions related to clarity because I really felt like I had lost my sense of clarity around my work, around my health practices and all other stuff too. And that's kind of where we began. And it was awesome. Um, This was a hands-off situation. So I I came in and she sort of has this, what looks like a massage table and you'd sort of relax on it and you can cover your eyes if you want to, if you feel safe doing that. Um, And she kind of went through her ritual almost. And she wrote down a lot of the emotions that were released. It was kind of cool, kind of hearing the feedback, like some of the emotions were absorbed by other people, because I I totally believe that you can take on other people's stuff and then forget to release it and you hold on to it and you think it came from you. But most of the emotions that released actually came from me. And there were also ages associated with them, which I wasn't really, I didn't really, I thought it was interesting. I didn't really want to attach to that because it to me, it gives me another opportunity to get distracted and then take on more stuff that doesn't need to be there. Here's kind of a list of some of the things that were released. Yeah, I just think it's interesting. I thought I would share it. So some of the things that were released were grief, guilt, helplessness, betrayal, blaming, vulnerability for me is uh, huge. It seems to be really a Lifelong theme, low self-esteem, despair, hatred, lack of control. Again, another one that I go, yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds right. Insecurity, hopelessness, creative in- insecurity, which was like, yes, that's ding, 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 ding. And life uh, or love unreceived. One of the really cool things that I liked about it was that... You know, it's one thing to identify the stuff. So we're now identifying the emotions that that are there. And it's another thing to decide to let it go. So one of the things that she would ask is she'd identify the emotion and then she'd ask, are you ready to release it? So like giving yourself permission to let it go instead of wallowing in it. And that piece was so, so, so so crucial. Like, yep, this is there. But now are you ready to let it go? And it's like, yes, I am ready to let it go. And I didn't just let it go. I decided to thank each emotion for its wisdom. For some reason it needed to be there, even if it was super uncomfortable. And then I kind of in my brain in my mind said that, you know, you're no longer needed and you can go now. And it really felt like releasing a piece of unneeded or unwanted karma. And this is where I talked earlier about how emotions and karma to me act similarly, not the same way. And let me explain. So emotions like karma can get in the way of clarity and connection to who we really are. This is my opinion based on studies and based, best based on like studies that I've done in yoga. Let me put it that way. <laughs> not necessarily studies that I've done, you know, scientific studies, but in my yoga studies. So that, you know, karma and emotions we can get wrapped up into stuff, and they become distractions for being who we're supposed to be. And it's also important to know that there, just like there aren't bad emotions, they are what they are. There isn't this idea of bad karma. Karma, like emotions, is neither, one, neither good nor bad. However... If we don't release them, kind of say, yep, that's what we needed, was needed at the time and now I can let that go, that energy starts to run amok, if you will. And then that's when we start to have that pain and suffering. And yoga, that purpose of yoga is to, to release our pain and suffering by letting, by controlling our mind or having better control of our minds. And if you want to kind of have a a beautiful meditation around this check out last week's episode i did a meditation called satanama and it is a way to release negativity and untrue ideas about who you really are so check that out it's a beautiful little meditation doesn't take very long and if you're really wanting to learn more about karma um check out the book The laws of karma, deeper insight into the esoteric teachings of Kriya Yoga. And that's by Goswami Kriyananda. And he was one of my yoga teachers, and he's also the founder of the Temple of Kriya Yoga in Chicago. That's where I did my 200 hour yoga training. So, and there's so many different um, philosophies about karma, about what it is, what it's not, if it's good or if it's bad. I really like his point of karma in terms of how it affects us and the importance of releasing all karma, that all karma should be burned off because it starts from what we call a karmic seed and it kind of grows and it's usually there to protect us or to guide us, but it needs to be released so that we have clarity about what really is and who we really are. It's kind of hard to explain it here. Maybe I'll do a podcast episode on that, but check out that book, The Laws of Karma by uh, Goswami Kriyananda. So because I just feel so much lighter and so much freer in my mind, I think what I want to do in the future is book seasonal emotion code sessions, kind of like a deep cleaning (laughs) you do seasonal cleaning. Because I really feel it helped a lot. I feel so much more in my creative flow. Like I started this podcast again. Uh, I was really stuck there. I didn't even know what to talk about. So I was like, what am I going to do? Like I I said, I'd be back, you know, in a couple of weeks. And it's been a couple of months. I just couldn't. I didn't know what to talk about that if there was a block there. Um, I've started writing again. I I was working on writing my second and third children's book, and I got stuck there. I've started writing again, and that's awesome. I feel a lot calmer and connected to what's really important to me right now, which is crucial because at the time of this recording, uh, we are in the midst of Canadian wildfires. I live in Michigan and we're getting a lot of their smoke like right now it is in late june and you can when you walk outside you can literally see the haze and i swear i can smell the smoke i'm people say i can't smell anything but my sense of smell is super super like sensitive and i can smell it (laughs) and the air quality is really bad And it's really hard for me because I'm a person that needs to spend some time in nature every day. It helps with my emotional well-being. It helps me to manage my anxiety, to be very honest. Um, I am going to be doing future episodes about uh, my anti-anxiety toolbox and how I use um, yoga and other practices to help me manage my anxiety. And I think that without that emotion code session that I have, I would be spinning a little bit more than I am now, meaning spinning in some anxiety because I don't like being cooped up inside the house, but I'm also really anxious about going outside because I know I could wear a mask, but I'll be honest, I am completely over wearing masks. (laughs) because it's, you know, you look at the air quality rating and they're saying for everybody, don't spend a lot of time outside. And I see people that are outside, they're like rubbing their eyes because it it irritates your eyes. And I'm just, I don't want to breathe that stuff in, but I feel so much more grounded and my yoga practices and other practices are really really helping I don't have to work as as hard with them because I think without the emotion code session I would have to spend a lot more time figuring out how to ground and figuring out how to connect with nature on the inside which would be like anxiety driving (laughs) It would be like big time triggers for me, but I'm, I'm much more chill. So I'm really, really, it came at the right time. You know, when you ask, it is given. I just believe that to be true. And this came at the right time, which is amazing. Uh, I'm just wondering, are you the, are you a person that needs to connect with nature to feel well? I I really feel like it's a part of an optimal health plan. Um and I'm waiting for this haze to settle so that I can get back outside again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering how the rest of the like United States is doing cuz I know in some areas it was a lot or has been a lot um more you know, it's been a lot, it's been a thick in some areas. And, you know, I worry about the animals and things like that, but not going to go off on that tangent because I am connected and grounded, which is amazing. So thank you out there, Erica, if you're listening, Uh, again, check out episode 12 of season one to learn more about emotion code. And I think if you want to find an emotion code practitioner in your area, you can just Google emotion code. And I think there's a main website and you can find one in your area. I highly recommend just checking it out, even if you have a distance session with someone. All right. So what's coming up in the future? So future episodes, I am going to be doing a little mini-series on my anti-anxiety toolbox and each week I'll dedicate um, one part of that toolbox in hopes that maybe it can be helpful to someone else. I This is the same thing that I share with children in a six-week session. Uh, It works really well for adults too. It's a system that can work really well as a standalone or with other therapies. Um, And it's just been life-changing for me. So I am going to be doing that in the future and I will keep you posted on when that happens. I'm excited about that. Let me know if you're a person who might be willing to try Emotion Code after listening to this episode. I will tell you, it has really helped me, and I really, like, highly recommend it. And if you are in the Lansing, Michigan, so the Lansing, East Lansing, Okemos, Grand Ledge, DeWitt kind of area in Michigan, I highly recommend checking out Erica Kitely, her Facebook Page's journey in bloom, and I think she's journey in bloom on Instagram as well. So check that out. All right, my friends, let me know if you're willing to try this stuff, and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you gained a few useful nuggets from this episode. Your support is so important to me. If you feel so moved, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a star rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. And even better, please share this episode with friends, family, coworkers, neighbors, anyone that could really benefit from this information. For more, you can follow me on Instagram at yoga and yum with Sybil and on Facebook at As You Are Yoga. Until next time, here's wishing you all the yum in life. Peace. Bye.